Welcome to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Michael is a speaker and author of two best-selling books and the president of three financial companies. Everything that we've created, the different companies, the different divisions, has all kind of been born out of a need. You know, it's not necessarily saying, hey, uh, let's go do this. It's, it's more so saying, you know, where is the need that we see and where are some places that we can fill that need and add value? And then we've kind of created solutions around it. He's also been a guest on several national media outlets like CNBC, Fox Business, and Bloomberg. His passion is to help you live well in retirement. He is also a dedicated husband and father and a big supporter of several local and national charities. Now, it's time for the Wealth and Health Radio Show with your host, Michael Wall. Well, happy Sunday morning to everyone out there. Welcome into the Wealth and Health Show this week with uh, myself. Obviously, Michael Wall joined always live in studio with Randy, Mr. Randy Cook. And I'll tell you, folks, he is an omelet maker. just cooking stuff up. (laughs) Having a great time every Sunday morning, Randy. I'll tell you, sharing thought and advice to uh, differentiate ourselves from all the other nonsense out there. If you tuned in first time listener, hey, we want to thank you for tuning in. You're going to get some great information today that you can apply to your lives. Things that, listen, if you're worried about what's going on out there, if you're uncertain, you're hearing a lot of different things back and forth. Who do you trust? Where do you go? Uh, we're going to give you some insight. By the way, if you want to learn about us, go to leanonthewall.com. Again, leanonthewall.com. Or give us a ring, 888-511-WALL. Again, 888-511-9255. Randy, I'll tell you, it's going to be an awesome show today. Yeah, we have some really interesting things to kind of plow through today. We all know the name Tony Robbins. Very, very successful man. A lot of people uh, clamor to hear what he has to say about wealth. Well, we will hear from Tony Robbins today. Wealthy people, what are they doing? What do they have in common? What is their attitude toward wealth? And what can we learn from them? We have a number of different people we'll hear from as far as that is concerned today. Uh, Maybe you watched a little of the NFL Combine this past weekend and, uh, you know... I wasn't in it, by the way, Randy. We did not see you. Uh, I I love to see you in that mid-drift shirt, that thing that, you know, where you show off the abs and the whole thing and you're running through the cones. I love that about you. Well, you know, listen, it used to be a six-pack and uh, or an eight-pack, really, just depending on the time frame. You know, fortunately, what happens is you get older, you stay healthy, but it's harder to... uh, I have to get my markers out now. That helps carve it out. Uh, It's still flat, but, you know, you got to get the markers out to really get the detail. That helps. Well, we will look at what is it those athletes have in common and what are they doing? And we'll talk a little bit about preparation today because it definitely has an application to what we talk about here each and every week. We'll also talk about trusts today. Many people have them or they think they need them. And how do you set one up? If you have a trust, how do you manage it? Can you get a second look at that? That's a definite interesting point that we need to handle today. But what I wanted to start with, Dave, well, let's go, let's dial it way back and let's talk a little NASCAR here. Last weekend, Mm -hmm. Daytona, it was pretty interesting. But the guy who won, Kurt Busch, and you may or may not be a NASCAR fan, but I think you can appreciate this, 30 laps to go in the race and his rear view mirror falls off. I tell you, you know, he's got to sue the superglue company. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure there's a lot of vibration in those cars and he's hitting the wall and doing all 75% of the cars were involved in a wreck at Daytona this year, but his rear view mirror falls off and he's interviewed after the race. And he says for the last 30 laps, I couldn't look back. I could only look forward. All I could do 
was race. Well, you know, it's it's interesting, Randy. Uh, the first thought that comes to my mind is I hope he had his cell phone. Everybody texts and drives. <laughs> so that'd be like the longest selfie ever, right? <laughs> so, so he can see what's going on behind him. But there's uh, there a profound message, though, there, Michael. There, Looking no, there, there, forward. You, no, you, there certainly is. And I'm not trying to kick you off the, the train here. You're, you're, you're 100%, Randy, and I appreciate you bringing it up because... Uh, you know, it's interesting, and we kind of talked off air. It's amazing how this ties together. But, you know, some verses that I was reading actually in the book of Psalms in the Old Testament, and uh, just the idea of time, life, and the shortness of time, and, and having the focus in, in as he did in the right direction. I love these verses in uh, Psalm 39, and starting in verse 6, it says, We are merely moving shadows, and all our busy rushing ends in nothing. We heap up wealth not knowing who will spend it. Isn't that interesting? We mm-hmm. think about that. You go and you work all this time for all this money, and then, and then you know, you're in a situation where the money's in trusts or, 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 you know, just beneficiaries, whatever, and then you got your kids spending it or charities or whatever it may be. And so I think the focus there, Randy, is really to say, just like he did, you know, uh, Bush did in, the, in that race as he won, which is really, I mean, it, it, it definitely is profound. You think about it. He's the guy without the rearview mirror, and he's totally focused on the future. And I think sometimes what happens in a relation to the financial side of life, Randy, is people are in a situation where, uh, listen, it's important to look back, certainly, and evaluate. But, boy, you got to look at the future and say, okay, what am I doing now? And, and you know, I'm sure his his senses were more heightened. It's almost like when you're in a situation where, you know, if people don't have the ability to see, Right, their ears and their scent, their other senses are are um, much more intense. You know, it's just like blind people. You know, I've talked about blind people a lot. You know, they're in a situation where they uh, they can hear, they can their sense of touch is just way off the charts. And the reason is is because they can't see. So as he was focusing on the future, that gave him an ultra focus, which ultimately helped them win the race. Mm-hmm. I think you know, which is pretty cool. And I think when we look at our finances. We got to do the same thing. We got to say, you know what? Okay, the past is the past. Now we need to note that. Hey, did we lose money? Do we? What happened? What, do we make money? Whatever. That's great. But now, what am I doing now in my finances to really heighten my senses and say, okay, how am I positioned to move forward? And am I in a situation where I'm positioned to win the race because my time is short? And, uh, you know, I think, unfortunately, Randy, a lot of people aren't. They're just kind of living life, as Zig calls it, a wandering generality. They're just kind of going to one party to the next party, to the next, you know, hangout session to whatever. And they're they're not really in a place where they're saying, I got to really dive in here and see what the heck is going on so I can finish well, end well, live well, and, and transfer well. And that's just not growing money, but it's protecting wealth. And it's the idea of uh, reducing taxes on wealth so we can make sure we win well. Well, there are a lot of financial shows that uh, they're all fixated on 2008. And certainly that was an event that took us all backwards a little bit, or maybe some of us quite a bit. And we don't want to dwell there. We want to learn our lessons from the past. But I guess, Michael, wouldn't you say that if you were doing something in 2008 and you got hurt, then you need to look forward to the future and say, I don't want that to happen again. How do I prevent that? How do I put myself in a better position in case something like that does happen? 
Yeah, I mean, that's that's huge, Randy. And, and you have to take the rearview mo- mirror off in life sometimes and look forward. And uh, maybe you just got to do it on your own and say, okay, uh, maybe I've had a relationship in the past. But, you know, listen, Randy, a lot of our clients, most of our clients in 2008 uh, were very successful that year. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, some of them, you know, maybe they didn't make a ton of money, but they a lot of them, we protected their wealth. And the reason is we prepared in advance. So, yeah, I think you got to say, listen, this was my experience but I'm going to focus in the future. I'm a big believer of focusing in the future. And the idea is, what am I doing now to make sure I'm set up in such a way that I can that I can win like Bush did? And, and um, that takes effort, by the way. You can't just change your future by staying still. You got you to make moves. You got to make moves. And that's part of the deal. You're listening to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. You can find us online at leanonthewall.com. Down at the bottom of the page, there's a place where you can click and you can put a little question in there or you can get contacted by Michael. You can sit down and talk about your future financially. Maybe there's some things right now that are a little bit foggy and you want to clear them up. And Michael may be able to help you take a look at where you stand right now and where he can help you in the future. Give us a call. Here's our number. It's 888-511-WALL or 888-511-WALL. Nine two five five, and you talk about looking to the future, watching the NFL Combine, and those guys who are preparing to go into the NFL and make their mark. That you want to talk about a, a bright future for somebody who performs well in that moment, in that spotlight. But Michael, we can't forget that those guys have been working on that their entire lives since they've been six or seven years old. That this is the culmination of what all that hard work that's built over time. It really is, you know, and I love, uh, you know, it's interesting. There was, as far as the results in general, um, there was a, a quarterback from Notre Dame and, you know, he, he performed and quite honestly, you know, the combine, some of his passes, Randy, I mean, they weren't on point. He was missing receivers. He just wasn't on, you know, what's really interesting though, is some of the coaches, you know, sat down with him, they were talking and they were kind of going through some things, you know, after the fact and what they were looking at is they were looking at more so than just how he performed that day, but they were looking at the character uh, of the guy and the performance he's had in the past. And that goes to a lot what you're saying. You know, John Maxwell, uh, which is we're, we're involved with John in a, in a lot of different things um, uh, as far as teaching and training throughout the world, nonprofits through Equip and things, great organization. But I love what John says. He says, you know what? It takes a long time to become an overnight success. Mm. And when you think about that, I mean, that's a powerful thought. It takes a long time to become an overnight success. It's like the, it's like the old iceberg. You know, everybody, everybody, Randy, looks at the iceberg. And, you know, of course, we remember the story of the Titanic and all of that and what happened. Uh, but, you know, everybody knows, or if you don't know, do a little research. Maybe you forgot your elementary years, <laughs> you know. But everybody knows that, you know, most of the iceberg is underwater. It's not above water. And so since that's the case, and when we look at these athletes, it's, it's flash pan stuff. I mean, we're, we're seeing the tip of the iceberg. We're seeing uh, just, you know, maybe 1% of their effort on the field and all of the years of preparation before then that was put into place. And the same way with, you know, we, we talk, obviously, Randy, we dial everything in the finances because that's what we do is help families protect, grow, and reduce taxes on their wealth. And you cannot have the results you want long-term without a lot of preparation. That doesn't mean you just hang in there, hang in there, hang in there. You know, you hear that a lot being said in the marketplace. What's going to happen with this bump, Trump bump? Is it going to end? Uh, is markets going to turn over? And, and you know, obviously a lot of the conversation is, hey, just hang in there. Don't worry about it. It's long term, whatever, which is all fine and great. You know, we're not in a financial plan to kind of be in today and out tomorrow, but we do want to make sure we're evaluating. Hey, listen, 
are there ways that we can have better preparation, just like the athletes, to have better results long term? Or let me say it this way, Randy, help actually create and achieve the results that you want long term. You know, if you're a quarterback and you're in your and you're playing in the combine, Randy, you are not going to do the same drills that a defensive back is going to do. You might do some of the same drills, but you're not going to do most of the drills you do are going to be different. And so that's why it's so important when you look at your finances, folks, if you're listening to this out there, tune in. Listen, if you're in a place where you're uh, aligning yourself with someone or a firm or a team or whatever that gave you strategy during your working years, and now you are moving into your retirement years, whether you're an athlete that's retiring, whether you're selling a business, whatever, you have to have different strategy. You have to. Just like the doctor's strategy is different, just like the athletes are different. You're in a place where a quarterback's going to have a different game plan. A golfer is going to have a different strategy, a different club to use when he's putting the ball in the hole. You know, he's close to the, the touchdown, we'll call it. He's close to that hole than he is when he's hitting it off the tee. So we have to know in everything we do in life, there's different strategies. And it's not just more bonds and less stocks and all that. There's, there, there's a whole different philosophy that needs to be encountered. And that's why, Randy, we've just really decided to really focus on this space, the retirement space, because it's just it's a whole different ballgame. You're listening to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall, and you can find us online at leanonthewall.com. There's a mindset for people to move their money forward, and that is keeping your eye on the ball and moving forward and, you know, learning your lessons from the past, but always adjusting and making your moves and putting somebody on your side who can help you do that. Michael Wall can be that person for you. Give us a call, ask your questions, contact Michael, see if it's a good fit. We would love to have that conversation. It's 888-511-WALL, 888-511-9255, or find us online, leanonthewall.com. We'll take a quick break. We'll come right back. There's a lot of different income sources for a lot of different people. One of them might be a trust for you and managing that trust. How do you go about that and how do you evaluate it, assess it, making sure you're doing the right things right now? That's our discussion next on the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. It's a beautiful Are you concerned with all of the uncertainty that's happening with our country today and how it can affect your finances? Hi, I'm Michael Wall, president of three financial companies and the host of the Wealth and Health Radio Show. I've written a simple, easy to read book that can help you cut through the nonsense in the financial world, as well as empower you on how to make better financial decisions and how to be a better steward of your wealth. Go to retirewellbook.com. Again, that's retirewellbook.com right now to get your copy. Thanks for joining us on the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Find us online, leanonthewall.com. There's a grab for the gusto, kind of get you going Sunday morning kind of song right there, Michael. There, there you go. I love Life it. is a highway. <laughs> Well, we want to grab for all we can when it comes to our wealth and take advantage of the opportunities that are there for us. And one of them is managing it well. And Michael, one of the questions people might have is, there's, there's one thing, you know, stocks, bonds, mutual funds. Okay, we, we, we talk about that. We know that. That's, 
That's the the regular stuff that everybody wants to talk about. But there are other sources of income, and one of them is a trust. Whether you want to create a trust, whether you have a trust and you want to manage it correctly, these are big questions, aren't they? Well, they are. And, you know, all of those things, quite honestly, that you just mentioned there, Randy, the investment structures can be found inside of trusts. A lot of people, you know, it's almost like I I think of... um, uh, back in the day, you know, or even from time to time, I'll have a conversation with people and they're like, oh yeah, why well, got an IRA, right? And they consider the IRA an investment. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not. Uh, just like a trust itself, you know, well, I got, I got money in a trust. Well, the trust isn't the investment per se. Uh, trust is just a covering. It's a legal covering that has certain uh, regulations and uh, parameters written around it based on how it was designed when the attorneys designed it, okay? So the, the the whole purpose of the trust is really, I think a lot of people may know this, but some people may not. I mean, the purpose of a trust, Randy, really is to give directives. So you're in a situation where you have wealth, okay? And you want to give some directives. So that way, when that money leaves your hand, whether you uh, transition it while you're alive or whether you're in a situation where you know, God forbid, when you pass away in life, that money goes to the next generation. It goes to a charity. Maybe it goes to some certain foundations, whatever. But that trust is set up and and there's directives set in place in advance. By the way, that goes to the idea of preparing in advance, Randy, we talk a lot about. But there's directives set up in place in advance, basically in its simplest terms saying, you're now saying if you have X amount of dollars, I want this money to be managed this way. I want the interest only to be paid here, or I want a certain percentage of monies from that trust every year to be paid there. Uh, a lot of families will do this for their children. They'll set up trust so that way the kids don't, even though they love their kids, you know, they want to be in a situation where, uh, listen, receiving millions and millions and millions of dollars can ruin a child. It can ruin them. Because they're not in, they're, they don't, they have not created the muscle to create wealth. And now when they receive all of this, it's not that they're bad people. It just takes an effort, Randy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they, they don't know what to do. So these trusts are set up in such a way that, that that's what the, really the premise is. Now, moving forward to what does it look like in evaluating these trusts? A lot of times, Randy, when people have trusts already set up, you know, there's a lot of people that have income coming in from a trust. You've, you've heard of, oh, as a trust fund baby or a trust fund kid or, you know, I'm a trust fund guy. You've heard of that said before. And these are people that are in a situation where they're receiving income from a trust uh, in a variety of capacities. So it's important to understand that, you know, the, the management of the trust is very, very important. Well, Michael, when I think of someone who has a trust and that trust is being managed, I think of a family attorney, someone who is helping to oversee what these investments are and making sure that that goes on not only through that person's lifetime or probably into their children's lifetime, managing that money correctly. So I would imagine that you might want to get a second opinion on whether or not those decisions being made, if you have a suspicion that they aren't, that you could sit down with somebody else and take a look at that. Well, you're right, Randy, you can. And attorneys are a lot of times they're involved. They're typically not the ones actually doing the day-to-day management, obviously, of the funds. They're the attorneys. Oftentimes, they're trustees. Uh, They just oversee, Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways, who is actually doing the management. So, you know, there might be an investment firm. A lot of times, that's the case. It might be a bank, whatever it may be. 
And so I think what happens is a lot of times, you know, people that are uh, recipients or beneficiaries of a trust, in other words, they're receiving, or if you're out there and you listen to this and you're receiving income or funds in any way, shape or form from a trust, right? You're getting benefits, so to speak, from that trust. And a lot of times people don't realize that there's actually opportunity to maybe get a second opinion on how the investments inside of that trust are managed. Now, what's interesting to me, Randy, is uh, this is kind of it's along the lines of fiduciary, if you will, in a lot of ways where, you know, that trustee or the person that's overseeing that trust uh, they're in a situation where they are responsible. You know, we see this a lot of times in even life insurance structures. But in, in particular, when you look at investments, they are responsible. These attorneys, these these firms, banks, whatever it may be, they're responsible to be in a place where they are maximizing uh, that trust. So sometimes we will actually have people, uh, Randy, where they'll come in and they're a beneficiary, they're a partner, or they're involved with, or maybe they're themselves a trustee, uh, of a trust for someone uh, in general, and they'll come in and say, you know what, listen, we want to get a second opinion on how the wealth is managed inside of this trust. We, we have this particular investment firm. We've created this relationship. But, you know, we really want to maximize and make sure uh, that the money is managed uh, the most effectively and the most effective way it can be for the overall situation, the overall story. Because, listen, there is some liability there. And you want to make sure, and listen, if you're in a place where you don't have any um, – you know, second opinions or whatever it may be, sometimes that can increase liability if you if you if the management isn't maximized long term. So that's really, really important. And a lot of people think, Randy, that if they have a trust, they're kind of like, OK, well, this is just it's been set up. This is the way it's got to be. It's kind of a set it and forget it. You know, the income's being received and that's kind of it. When the real answer is that's not it. There's ways to, you know, integrate different advice, strategy, structure inside of that. So it might behoove people to say, listen, you know, let's get a second opinion on how this money inside this trust is actually managed. Those people might be the firms, like I said, the attorneys, law firms. It might be individual people that are trustees. But it's just the idea of saying, okay, let's maximize this overall structure for the benefit of everyone long term. You're listening to The Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Find us online, leanonthewall.com. If what Michael is talking about here kind of intrigues you, you know, you get a second opinion with your health, you make a business decision, you sit down, you talk to a board of directors, you talk to a trusted friend, you evaluate those kind of decisions. Why not have this evaluated as well? The investments inside your trust may be worth a second look. Sit down with Michael and that might be the exact thing that you're looking for. Find us online at leanonthewall.com or 888-511-WALL or 888-511-9255. Well, Michael, when we're talking about wealthy people here, there's lots of opinion out there. And we heard a bunch this past weekend on the financial news. Uh, Tony Robbins and Peter Malik. Uh, Peter Malik is a uh, analyst for CNBC, and he was talking about some of the things that wealthy people have in common and honestly, why they're wealthy. What wealthy people know is I really want to make sure I don't permanently lose money. And so they're making decisions that have more upside than downside. And they're trying to do that in a repeatable way. And that's really a big key to success. And like just like that, Tony Robbins on another network was talking about the same thing. What these people had in common, they're obsessed with not losing money. The average investor is trying to make money. They realize they lose 50 percent. They got to make 100 percent. Everything is about not taking huge risks for huge rewards. It's the least amount of risk for the highest rate of return. So, Michael, you just talked about managing a trust. And one of the things that they say people have in common when it comes to managing their wealth is managing their risk. And that's got to be a big part of your conversation. 
Well, it's a huge part of the conversation, and and it's interesting how Tony's uh, story has kind of evolved over the years. You know, obviously, a, a lot of people are familiar with Tony Robbins. Great guy, great inspiration, just shares a lot of good insight. And, you know, he's really evolved into moving to being uh, part of, you know, marketing for some different financial firms. Mm-hmm. And, and he, because he realizes, obviously, value there. But what's interesting is 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 he, he really hit the nail on the head. And we talk about that on a repeated basis as well with clients, is the idea of preservation. Investing is part of life. You know, I, I think of the story of the talents in the Bible and just maximizing uh, the money where the, you know, the business owner went away basically and he said, hey, listen, he's got three guys. I'm going to give you this many talents, this many talents and this many talents. And the guy that hid the talent and didn't do anything with it was kind of shamed when he came back. Right. So we definitely want to make sure that we maximize the wealth. But part of that conversation when you've already achieved wealth is preservation. And and this is why, Randy, when I talk about, you hear me talk about a lot, I, t- I talk about the idea of we need to re-change, re-shift, and, and kind of get a second opinion. It's not just to beat that drum. It's the idea of saying, listen, folks, if you're in a place where the person that has helped you grow your wealth uh, is still in line and helping you, it's not that they're bad people. It has nothing to do with relationships. That's why we talk, Randy, about the idea of business is business and friends are friends. That's why we talk about the idea that people need to look at their wealth as though they are the CEO of the company. And if their portfolio value is a million or five million or 10 million, 100 million, whatever the number is, they need to look at their themselves as though they are the CEO and the people they're hiring to help them with that wealth, uh, they are the CFOs. And so now, you know, if, if you're just saying, okay, I'm going to use the same type of people along the way, the philosophy is different. You cannot be a jack of all trades and a master of all trades. You just can't be. And that's why we've decided to focus in a particular space. And I say that the, the take off of what, what um, Tony Robbins said, which is, you know, that people look at things differently. And when we sit down with people, one of the first questions we have for folks, Randy, is, listen, if you can achieve your goals without taking a bunch of risk, why would you take a bunch of risk? Because you've already preserved your wealth. Now it moves into, we got to have different strategy than the traditional just stock, bonds, mutual funds, annuity structures, uh, you know, other investments, private equity. Listen, we want to invest, we want to make money. But how do we create the right blend in the retirement space in this 40, 50 plus space age wise anyways now where we can create the right blend to maximize what we're doing long term, transition this wealth, grow this wealth and really talk about legacy building. You know, we're moving into a different stage. People with wealth talk about legacy building. You know, I had a conversation the other day at the office, Randy, with some folks. They came in, we sat down and we talked about just that. You know, like, you know, we've worked hard for what we have. We've worked hard to get where we are, and certainly we want to be in a place where we can have the income and be able to travel and do all the things we want to do. You know, we continually, Randy, hear people say that when we do the uh, man on the street segments and ask people their opinions. Everybody wants to travel, and they want to enjoy, they want to do and live life and have fun. But it moves into legacy building as well, and how do we build a legacy that is kind of market-proof and tsunami-proof in a lot of ways? And that's where a, a different evaluation comes into. And it's, I think it's important. And Tony, Tony, Tony really hit it on the head. Well, Michael, when the market is roaring along at 21,000 and more, and there's a lot of people that aren't thinking about a financial storm right now. They, they have, you know, at the very beginning of the show here, we talked about losing the rear view mirror and looking forward. But there, on the other hand, you talk about preparing. 
using that information that you have accumulated through your life and through the things that you've seen up and down, be it business or in the financial world, you've got to use that information and prepare for the future. What are the steps that you would sit down with someone and say, okay, let's evaluate here and let's prepare for the future? Well, the first thing people have to do, which I've got to be honest with you, Randy, you know, once people mentally get engaged with this philosophy, um, you know, it's, it's kind of like, think about it like this. It's kind of like people have all been in a situation where they've either gotten married or they want to get married, right? Uh, maybe some don't, I don't know, you know, and that's fine. But just to use this as a quick example, as far as engagement, uh, people understand, listen, the, <laughs> the only way you're going to find the right spouse is to take some time and spend some effort uh, finding the right spouse. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't just stay at home and say, well, I hope to find somebody someday. You're going to have to get online, go to parties, go to church, meet people, whatever, find the right person. And then it's going to take some effort to get to know that person. Who is this person? What are they like? Whatever. So when you look at your finances in a real tangible way, I think the first thing people will have to do, Randy, is they got to take some time to step back and step out and maybe get a second opinion on what they're doing. So that's the first step is taking time. So actually shutting your life down and saying, okay, no, no, no. You know, I can't just continue to go 150 miles an hour and think about where am I going to breakfast tomorrow? Where am I going to lunch? Where am I going out to dinner? What am I going to do for the day? <clears throat> you actually need to step back, Randy, and say, okay, what, what am I doing right now? Have I picked up the phone and made any phone calls? Have I gone online and looked at anything recently to say, okay, how can I find someone to help me get a second, fresh, new look set of eyes on evaluating what I'm doing? That's number one. Take, a, take time to step back. Second thing, Randy, is we're going to dive into all these things. It's going to be a simple conversation. I just had a, a, a couple, uh, they split the year. They live in New York, uh, half the year. He's got a furniture company, great couple. Um, in, in up in Connecticut and New York and that sort of thing. But they also live in Florida. And they were in a situation where they said, you know what, we need to take some time. So my assistant talked with them on the phone and they ended up sending all of their financial information to us over the phone, over the, the uh, uh, a secure uh, way that we got information from them to see what their investments are currently. And I have a conversation actually here uh, with them. I had a, actually had a conversation with them last week and, and we talked about and we just talked through what their story looked like just to kind of start that process of evaluating. And, and, and that was something for them that they said, you know, I got kind of pieces all over the place. I got this here. I got that there. We got these furniture stores. We know we want to sell them. Now, their, their situation, they wanted to transition, Randy, those stores to their kids. So how do we transition those stores in the most tax advantageous way? Well, that's why we got, you know, Danny is a tax attorney. We have a, a tax planning company for that to kind of help people transition and do some of those things. And then from that, we get to have the conversation of, okay, what are the next steps? Uh, and that's really where it all starts is having that conversation. That's what they did. And we were able to have a real tangible, palatable step in conversation to say, okay, what does this look like? Number one. And number two, are we the right fit one to another? We may not be, but in their situation, we found out that we were. And so now we've created some, uh, you know, kind of game plan steps to uh, solve this solution for them, solve this problem for them really improve protection, uh, maximize return, and look at some investment strategies that were right for them, whether it be, uh, you know, the travel investment structures that we talked about the previous show last week, uh, or, you know, a lot of the different things we're going to bring to the table for them. And I'm excited for them because they're going to now be in a place of clarity and they can go live life and do what they want to do. They're really involved in a nonprofit uh, called Life Action. Great organization, travels the company. It's a country, it's a revival group. 
And, you know, they're going to be able to plug in in ways that they couldn't have before because now they have ultimate clarity. You're listening to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Online, you can find us real easy. LeanOnTheWall.com. Maybe you are thinking that there's a lot of fogginess in your future and you're not really prepared for what co- might come your way. And we need to have a good crystal clear kind of a look at where we're going. Having a step back from everything, evaluating where you are, finding that right person to work with, building a plan, taking steps toward those goals, and then ultimately working that plan so that you can achieve those goals. And so Michael's all about, and we would love to sit down with you and have that conversation. Give us a call. It's 888-511-WALL or 888-511-9255. Find us online, leanonthewall.com. Coming up next, since this is the Wealth and Health Show, how about a health tip? Michael was talking to a medical specialist the other day. We'll share that information. That's next on the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Are you concerned with all of the uncertainty that's happening with our country today and how it can affect your finances? Hi, I'm Michael Wall, president of three financial companies and the host of the Wealth and Health Radio Show. I've written a simple, easy to read book that can help you cut through the nonsense in the financial world, as well as empower you on how to make better financial decisions and how to be a better steward of your wealth. Go to retirewellbook.com. Again, that's retirewellbook.com right now to get your copy. Welcome back to the Wealth and Health Show with your host, Michael Wall. Michael has appeared on several national media outlets like Fox Business, Bloomberg, and CNBC. And now, back to the show. to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Find us online, leanonthewall.com. There is a great song from Michael Jackson. Take a look in the mirror. Look at the man in the mirror and make that change. And Michael, we talk about that all the time. There's lots of different things that we can do in our lives to make it better. And that's really what this show is all about, isn't it? Absolutely, Randy. You know, listen, we all have to do something in life, right? As far as an occupation, you know, to make money, to live life, to do our thing. And, you know, obviously we, we've just felt over the years that we've been really called to be in a financial space. I mean, we've been, we've been blessed to help families as we talk about all the time, protect, grow and reduce taxes on their wealth. And we love to be able to do that. And we get to build, build relationships and have connections. You know, we're very involved, as you know, with Christ Fellowship uh, and all of the growth that's happening there. A lot of other nonprofits and charities from ACE, Student Leadership, great organization as far as building young people to place of hope to March of Dimes to all these other organizations we love to be involved with. And, you know, it's a lot of fun when you look at the show, Randy, to not only share insight. I mean, we've been so blessed to have a lot of the guests on. Uh, and folks, I'll tell you, you know, if you listen to us each and every week, you've heard of some of these guests, you've heard of some of the things we've been able to share. Uh, some of the different doctors. I remember Dr. Cowden a little while back talking about um, just the effect of technology and how it affects our bodies. Uh, and just really sharing insight and thoughts to help people. That's really our passion, Randy. You know, it's not just to help people with their wealth, but really help people live life well. And, uh, you know, it's it's just a great opportunity to have a platform like this 
to be able to share thought and insight to help people uh, really just have a better, well-rounded approach. I remember what Zig talked about a lot of times. You know, I sold books door to door in the summertime. Quite an interesting experience. So, folks, if you ever lived in North Carolina, if you ever lived in Tennessee, if you ever lived in Georgia, and you had some young guy named Michael Wall coming up knocking on your door, that was me. <laughs> and I did that for three summers while I went to Liberty. And I'll tell you, it was, it was quite an interesting experience. You know, obviously, I'm from the North uh, originally. And so, you know, I, immediately people were like, oh, you're a Yankee. Now, you're down here in Palm Beach. I mean, it's just a lot of people are Yankees down here, so it's not a big deal. <laughs> you know? But when you're down there selling, uh, selling books door to door, man, and out in the country, North Carolina, Georgia, Tennessee, they, they brought it out. And it was interesting, the experiences that I learned, not only about how to interact with people, you know, to kind of help try and solve people's problems, uh, to really how to listen. I'll tell you, you know, Randy, that's something where I know in this show, we do a lot of talking, but you know, when people come in, man, we do a lot of listening because I've really learned the, the value of asking the right questions. And I think, I think that's one of the things that we're so excited about is being able to really draw out of people uh, you know, I almost, I'm not a counselor but and a psychologist, but in a lot of ways, it's almost, it kind of takes that form a little bit when we're sitting down with people because we are asking them things and ha- really having them address things that are close to their heart, which is their finances, because that directs everything that we do. And, you know, really bringing out of them things that are valuable in their, for their future. And so I love to have the opportunity to really add value. And, and, and that's, again, that's why the other week when we shared and we've done a lot of different motivational speaking for colleges and, and businesses, uh, you know, just even doing that book signing the other week at Marco, I mentioned, I love that kind of stuff because, you know, just, just the ability to go there. I mean, Marco Island's a great spot in general, but to the ability to go there and just kind of add value and, and help people think differently about how they see the world and, and stewarding the wealth that they've been blessed with in a way that, that maximizes it for the kingdom. I mean, that's, that's what we're here for. And that's, that's what gets me pumped up every morning. Michael, you do get to uh, in, in, interact with an awful lot of very, very interesting people. And as we were preparing for the show today, you were telling me about the encounter you had with a medical specialist just recently. You got to talking about the body's circulatory system. I thought that was fascinating. Yeah, I got a buddy that's a doc and he is a doctor, obviously. He's an expert in his field. He's, a, he's actually a podiatrist. And, um, you know, I, I, Randy, you know, we talk a lot about the idea of having the right specialist, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and he was talking about, in particular, blood flow. And, you know, we've heard it all said before. I don't travel a ton. Of course, I would tell you that I don't travel a lot. My wife would say that I travel a lot. Um, but it's just short trips. So that's, that's a good thing. But, you know, when you're flying on a plane, most people listening to this have, have, have flown before, whether it's private or commercial or whatever. Uh, or just sitting down in long periods. And, and you, we've heard before the idea, Randy, of, listen, if you're, if you're sitting down for longer than an hour and a half, two hours, two and a half hours, you really need to get up and move around. Helps with blood flow and all these things. And one of the things that he was talking about, we were, we were at a birthday party uh, for one of my good buddies that's a, uh, a partner at Ackerman. He's, Ackerman is a, a law firm here in, in, in Palm Beach. And a great firm, great guy. We were at his birthday party and uh, this doctor was there and we were just having a conversation and he said, you know, what's interesting is, is the blood flow. So your, your, your blood flows down your legs. And folks, if you're listening to this, you may have known this. I didn't know this. I thought it was interesting. He said the blood flows down uh, from your heart. It flows down in your arteries, right? But, but then when the blood comes back up your legs, it actually comes up through your veins. Now, we know that the heart is a muscle in the body, and that, that muscle is designed to pump and move blood throughout the body. 
But what's interesting is he said that the more active you are and, and the more in tune your, your muscles are and your legs in particular, that's really, those are the muscles that help the veins bring the blood back up your legs, which increases circulation, which improves blood flow and reduces the potential for clots and things like that. Uh, and by the way, that's why a lot of times whenever, you know, there's surgeries that are being done that are longer term, they're in a situation where they often will uh, implement and, and utilize blood thinners. And the reason is, is because they know that there's, you know, the, the person they're working on is going to be stationary for a period of time. So I just thought it was interesting, Randy, the idea that your muscles are what's used to increase that blood flow. So folks, if you're listening to this out there and you're in a situation where you're, you're struggling with maybe swelling in your legs or you know, even tingling in the feet. We know what that is uh, in a lot of ways. Hopefully it's not the neuropathy uh, end of it, but, you know, we want to increase that blood flow. So my challenge here with this segment, Randy, is to help people get moving. Mm-hmm. Take your walks, go work out, do things, be active. You know, I was just in the yard with my kids the other the other week. Obviously, you know, we have younger kids. I have a, a nine-year-old, a seven, and the twins are six. And I always look for two way, two things to do with them. I look for things that we can do to kind of get them moving, but also toughen them up at the same time. Because, you know, I just feel like, man, there's so many kids today that are, you know, for lack of a better word, they're wimps. And I don't mean that they're not, you know, standing in the ring getting beat up, but they're just in a situation where, you know, they fall down and, and they skin their knee and they're like, oh, I can't do it. They're done. And it's like, come on. You know, when I grew up, I mean, my parents were like, hey, listen, buck it up. Don't worry about it. It's, not, it's part of life. It's the way it is. And I think that's huge. Uh, you know, purposely put your kids in a place where they're going to get smacked in the face. But, you know, you want to be in a situation where you help them realize that the only reason trees are strong is because they've endured uh, tough times and they've endured strong winds. And so I want our kids to be uh, strong as well as they live life. And so we were out in the yard running around and had the football. We were kind of playing tag with the football and they were throwing one to another. And it was it was the three boys, Cyrus, Justice and Joel. They were versing me. And, and JL, my daughter, right? Because obviously, I mean, you know, they. I don't want to be on JL's team because she's a girl, you know, whatever. <laughs> so I was like, all right, fine. I'll be on JL's team. It'll be JL and I. <laughs> so Cyrus, my oldest, he comes to me and he comes up and he tries to tackle and he got his face first. And, I, you know, I just put my shoulder down a little bit and he got a little bit of a bloody nose. It wasn't bad, but a little bit. And, um, you know, he's like, dad, I was like, well, buddy, let me show you. You don't go and try and tackle somebody and leave with your face. (laughs) (laughs) So it was a good learning experience. But the point is, is they're learning things along the way. And, uh, you know, it was all good. We had a great connection after the fact. And, you know, and he, he, in fact, he came back after that and he tried again. It was, it was cool, you know? So, but it's the idea of just getting them moving around. And I share that folks, man, run around with your grandkids. Don't just sit there, run around with your kids. Don't just sit there and have have meals and sit there while they play. Get active with them. Build real value and real relationship. That's really what it made me think of when I talked to that doctor, Randy, as far as uh, blood flow. It's like, man, we need it. We can use this to not only be healthy in our bodies, but also to be in a situation where we're actually using this as for purpose to actually get down and dirty with the, with our kids and grandkids. Well, that's a great point. Uh, you know? We all talk about couch potatoes and sitting around watching TV and playing video games. That's not yeah. helping anybody. It doesn't keep you in shape. It doesn't engage your mind. And uh, when we talk about our finances, we need to be moving as well. I mean, sitting still and doing the same thing over and over again, Michael, is not going to get you to your goal, probably. Uh, You you need to make adjustments to what's going on in the world. You need to be active when it comes to your finances as well. Yeah, you got to pay attention. You got to be active. And that's tough because I know, folks, you're out there. A lot of you are in a place where you don't want to be a financial expert. I get that. I get it. 
I don't want to be a, a medical expert, right? I mean, I, I want to be able to go to a couple of doctors, people that I know and say, listen, uh, here's my situation. What do you recommend? And I think with finances, Randy, people want to have the same thing. The problem is it, it can, you know, over the years, uh, greed has entered the financial space and it's become challenging to know where do I go to get good advice? And that's exactly why we talk about what we talk about. That's exactly why, Randy, we talk about the idea and the opportunity for people to say, listen. And by the way, folks, we're talking about this second opinion thing today, uh, a variety of different concepts. We've been talking about this here for a little bit. And the reason is we are, Randy, we are at market highs. Mm-hmm. Folks, listen, if you're not paying attention right now, and you say, well, you know, I'll do it later. I'm going to tell you right now, you are going to be in a situation where at some point in time, I don't know when it's going to be, but you're going to get caught off guard. The markets are going to change and you're not going to be ready. And that's exactly why we share these things the way that we do. We want you to wake up. I believe whether we're, we're the right fit or not, I'm not saying we're the right fit because we're boutique. We're, you know, that word, as my wife says, is overused, but we're in a situation where we are making sure the fit is right when we meet with someone. But the key is we want people to wake up. Why? Because I, th- I believe as wealth is preserved and managed well, Randy, as it's preserved and managed well, that only impacts to the positive a couple things. The overall community, our country as a whole, and in ministries and, and organizations, nonprofits. Because now instead of losing the monies to markets, we've preserved these monies. And we can use it for things we really want to use it for. And that's why we're so adamant here recently, if you've tuned in, folks. That's why we've been talking about this recently, because of where markets are. You know, obviously, if markets were an all-time low, Randy, the conversation would be different, right? But because they're at all-time highs, boy, we really need to be having this conversation of, okay, it's t- it is time to wake up and get our second thought on what we're doing. It, it is absolutely time to get educated on what we're doing. If you've just joined us, we have had a program today where we've been talking about looking forward, preparation for the ups and downs of what might be coming. We talked about managing trusts. We've talked about managing your risk. We've heard from Tony Robbins. We've had a lot in the show today. And if you've missed it, as Michael says, you can go to our website and you can catch up on what we've been talking about today. That's leanonthewall.com. Leanonthewall.com. Give Michael a call. You might be that person right now who says, you know what? I haven't looked really at where my direction is with my money for a while. I really haven't visited that. Maybe it's time to get a fresh set of eyes on things. Michael could be that person for you. Give us a call. It's 888-511-WALL or 888-511-9255. Coming up next, we've heard from some interesting people today. How about another big name? Warren Buffett on the show coming up next. And he has a mistake that could keep you from maximizing your wealth. That's next on the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Worried about losing money in another market crash? Ever wonder if your investments are in the right place? I'm Michael Wall, president of three financial companies, radio show host, and TV commentator. There's a lot of fog in the financial industry, and I want the average investor to be able to break through that fog. That's why I wrote the book, Retire Once, Retire Well. It reveals secrets that Wall Street doesn't want you to know and gives you insider tips to help you maximize your wealth. 
go to retirewellbook.com to get your copy right now. Welcome back to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Welcome back to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Find us online at leanonthewall.com. You can also give Michael a call at 888-511-WALL or 888-511-9255. Well, Michael, if you think about money, you got to probably think about a guy named Warren Buffett. And he was just recently interviewed on CNBC. And he was talking about the thing that might get in the way of you maximizing your wealth. People who, who mix their politics up with their uh, investment activities, I, I, I don't think that makes sense. I've, I've watched it all my life and obviously probably half the time of my adult life, I've had a president other than the one I voted for, but that has never taken me out of stocks. I mean, the uh, American economy, we've done awfully well. Uh, if, if you mix your politics with your investment decisions, you're making a big mistake. Kind of interesting, Michael. Uh, the, the This is a great country to be in, no matter who's sitting in the White House. And as Warren Buffett has shown, you can generate wealth no matter who's in the White House. Uh, you know, no doubt about it. You know, people get, listen, people overreact. Uh, it, with the political scene in a lot of ways, a lot of times. Now, listen, I, I get the fact that there's fundamental issues with this country that need fixed. I mean, listen, we got almost $20 trillion of debt. Our national debt goes up, you know, about $100,000 every seven, eight, nine seconds, whatever it is, if you go to usdebtclock.org. So we have serious issues that need to be dealt with. But, you know, he's right. I, I think, you know, listen, I think you need to look at everything kind of as a grain of salt. You, you can't be in a place where, he talked about, you know, coming out of stocks and whatever. And I get it. You know, listen, I think if you're all in in the stock market, I think that's a recipe for disaster because you're not in a situation where you're evaluating other opportunities that might fit well and align well with what you're trying to do. But I, listen, there's nothing wrong with being in stocks also. I think the big key, though, is you got to evaluate what you're owning. You know, always continually being in a place, you know, Snapchat, as an example, came out and rocked it the first couple of days that it was there. Where will Snap be, you know, a month from now, two months from now? No one knows. We can make speculation, but we don't know. It's, it, you know, it's amazing the wealth that's created, just like Uber, you know, when it came out and the valuation of the company and, and all of these new ideas that are coming on the scene and ways to create wealth that we've never seen before. Uh, and, and the new, the way technology has changed our world is amazing. So, you know, I think we got to evaluate how much of the portfolio we want to be taking risk with and what kind of risk that looks like, because it's got to be calculated, right? So, you know, evaluating those different positions. We see a lot of time, Randy, when people come in for a second opinion, they're just in a place where, you know, their investment structures just diversify well and just hang on for the ride. And that's, I don't necessarily agree with that. You know, Ron Papil sold, sold those set it and forget it ovens back in the day. And so if you're trying to, if you're trying to cook a turkey, uh, set it and forget it might be a great approach. But if you're trying to if you're trying to build out a great portfolio and have the right approach of as far as risk and safety and all of those things, I think you need to you need to make sure you're evaluating what you're doing. And and, uh, you know, because there's things outside in life that affect us. I mean, you know, number 45, Trump, right? Donald Trump, obviously president. He is uh, a resident here at Mar-a-Lago and, uh, you know, a local here in, in Palm Beach area. And listen, when he comes to town, it Randy, it affects the entire Palm Beach area. 
Yeah, that actually made national news this past week of whenever he comes to town, there's so much money that has to be spent on security. And the the people of the town, uh, the city are kind of going, hey, we need a little reimbursement for this or you got to help us out because this is a big responsibility that we're taking on. Well, not only is it a huge responsibility. I mean, listen, I think it's kind of cool that he's here. You know, I think it's kind of a fun thing. Yeah, I think everybody, if they really you know, are honest. There's kind of like, you know, I mean, how many people would not want to have the president kind of living part-time right. where they live? It's kind of a cool thing, right? But the problem is, you know, you have all of this traffic, things are shut down. You get the bridges to the island that are shut down for periods of time. That affects businesses, that affects, um, you know, profit in these businesses. So th- there's a lot of things out there that can change, that can affect what we're doing a day in and day out. Nobody, if, if you asked anybody three years ago or two years ago, Right. Let's say let's say there was a new business that you were investing in um, on Worth Avenue or somewhere in the Palm Beach area. And and you said, OK, you know what? I'm going to go and I'm going to invest in this business. And because, you know, listen, there's a lot of wealth here, a lot of, you know, opportunity, et cetera, et cetera. You weren't even factoring into your business plans at all that two and a half or three years from now. Uh, if this was two or three years ago, that Donald Trump was going to be the next president and that would affect traffic and that would affect, you know, your uh, flow into the into the business. That's just not something you would you would have affected, Randy, or thought about, really. But now it is. And so that's why it's so important, by the way, when you look at your financial portfolio to be in a place where we can continually evaluate. That's why we have progress meetings, not just sit down and have lunch and say everything's rosy, but sit down and say, okay, let's, what are we doing now? What are we doing to reduce taxes? What are we doing to protect our wealth? What are we doing to take calculator risk? What are we doing to create the estate planning necessary? What are we doing to protect against other risks like long-term care and lawsuits and all these other things? It's a constant evaluation. And that's why we're boutique in the way that we do things. And so that's, that's important as people evaluate their portfolio. So folks, I want to give you a an opportunity here directly with me, you know, to be in a situation where it may not be the right fit for us to connect long-term, but I'm going to give you an opportunity to sit down, have a conversation. You got to qualify, obviously, but give us a ring, 888-511-WALL, 888-511-9255, or go to leanonthewall.com. Leanonthewall.com, scroll down, you'll see request review, type your information in there, contact us. I'll sit down personally with you if you qualify, and we'll have a conversation about what's going on in your situation. Hope you've enjoyed the show this week. Hope you've gained some value. If you missed it, go back and check it out. Leanonthewall.com, a lot of great things. Previous, we talked about a lot of different things that are going to affect your life. But listen, here is to living well in any economy. Here's to living well and adding value in your life. Until next week, have a great one. We'll talk soon. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening to the Wealth and Health Radio Show with Michael Wall. To schedule your own personal appointment, call 888-511-WALL. That's 888-511-9255. And to find out more about Michael and the Wall Financial Group, head to leanonthewall.com. The information covered today is designed to provide general information on the subjects covered. It is not, however, intended to provide specific legal or tax advice. It cannot be used to avoid tax penalties or to promote, market, or recommend any tax plan or arrangement. You are encouraged to consult your tax attorney or advisor. Guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurer. Riders may be available at an additional cost. Products and features may vary from state to state. For full details on how life insurance works, including fees, expenses, and costs, contact our office at 866-943-2351.